Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the Monday episode. We got a whole weekend full of games and net fallings we got to cover. So let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball presented by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today as we recap the weekend that was in Major League Baseball. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. In California, we got Trev wearing a green hoodie. Have I seen that one before, Trev? What is that? It's uh, Yeah, you've seen it before. It's two, two different shades of green because I'm super cool. So Wow. Yeah. And BBD wearing the... How do you pronounce your your sinus, or sinus, or si- or sinus, or sinus college polo? How was your weekend, everybody? Trev, how was your weekend? Dude, I had such a great weekend. Uh, my brother was up in town visiting with the fam, so I got to see my two nieces, um, and then a little barbecue yesterday. So, all in all, really nice. The weather is great out here in California. Uh, there was some good baseball to watch. I watched the ridiculous fight that happened last night, and I wish I didn't. But, you know, all in all, things are things are good on uh, my end. Appreciate you guys asking that. Jake, you were very interested. Did you watch that fight? Well, I guess you were working and at I the game. I was at the game, yeah. I was at the Yankees-Red Sox, the end of that series, <clears throat> extra innings, me and BBD in the stands. <laughs> Good times at Sorry. Ridge Mountain High. No, no, it's all right. We had a we had a good time, little uh, father son dance experience. But yeah, I mean, when I say baseball's hot in the streets, it it was the hottest in the streets literally this weekend. Uh, the Northeast had a bit of a heat wave. I know uh, some parts of Cali were getting cooked too. It's it's summer's here. I know the calendar says summer doesn't start till like end of June or something. We JJ we found that out. Summer starts June one. And uh summer's here. Yeah. It's hot. Man, there's a lot of big topics. Couple teams are starting to pull away. Those white socks in the central. The NL Central is more interesting than I ever thought it was gonna be this year. So I'm uh wow. The chat is firing off Zendino, the great Chats Calvin fine. Hedges. Let's go. Can I say one more thing? Esketti and meatballs. Say everything. Say everything. Say anything. Your favorite band. Say anything else. I played catch again with our guy, Matthew Stafford. Whoops. I mean, what is this? this Oh, okay. Okay. With a football now. Okay. Yep. It's so different playing catch with someone that actually knows how to throw a freaking football. The ball catches you, man. Mm. I was so impressed. Like I, I told him, I said, I don't know. I've been playing catch a lot lately with my neighbors. We love playing the football, you know, tossing it around, whatever. Him throwing me the football was like, I get it now. I get like mm. when people are very impressed with guys throwing 95, 96 and all that. It was it was scary. I told him to stop. I said, I'm not playing catch anymore. I'm going to break my my fingers. Did uh so, did you did you go to your other neighbor that you were having a catch with and say like, "Hey, he was there. Starting quarterback for the Rams just moved in, and he throws a football way better than you. He was there. Like, we usually, like, joke around and play catch all the time. It's, like, a thing for us. And now we're both like, man, we uh, we stink. Do you really think stinks. Stafford started pumping real heaters to you to end the game of catch? 
he only threw like three balls. You know, he's like in the middle. They're doing some like walkthroughs for their camp and all that. And the problem is, the biggest problem of this isn't that he showed us up and now I feel like very bad when I throw a football. The problem is I really like him and I'm a Seahawks fan. Mm. So I don't know what to do now because I kind of have to root for this guy when his team is like literally one of the rivals of the Seahawks. So. Serious problems. Even college quarterbacks, if you ever had a friend or buddy or were in an area with a college quarterback, like even the the ball comes out of their hand just incredibly different than the average human. It's 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 almost like they have a a secret. But yeah, do you have me labeled with the average humans? Mm. Yeah, very much so. Can you even grip a football with those center dot? I throw with two hands. Yeah, he's like an (laughs) overhand rugby. It's soccer soccer throw-ins only. Yeah. Deadly accurate. Wait, what? I do have one last thing. Yeah. Last thing. Sorry. I had a big weekend, I guess. I I practiced uh, blitz ball a little bit, throwing and hitting, and I'm ready for it. Like, I thought I was going to be scared of that. I'm not scared of it. I think our first game is going to come out on uh, Wednesday between Jake and I, and it's a quick one, playing one inning games. But, yeah, you know, still learning as we go. In the alley, in the back alley, hitting, all the swings are, like, you can't take a normal swing. And then kind of, like, protecting the plate of a blitz ball pitch, you can't take a normal swing either. So I am excited for the comments to see our swings in slow-mo. Okay. Because they're not any semblance of a normal swing. Thick. Basically, you're just trying to catch the ball. Yeah. Well, Well, you haven't seen our pitching yet. Yeah. Okay. You haven't seen the funk. Jake's curveball wrap around your head, drop in for a strike. Break your neck. Yeah. All right. You probably hit my fastball, but it's nice. But you were a pro, so I'm guessing Best you hit it. Best pitch in the game. New patrons, Jeb Inge, Chris Saken, Michael Sheehy, she, Liam Maloney, Brian Yatal, Yatal, Chaz Schneider, David Garcia, Davy's older brother. What's this one, Jake? Do you see what I'm seeing? Do you see what I see? Uh, Poppy George's Massey? Poppy George's Massey? Deanna Nowakowski? Mm. Austin Fisher? Casey Dixon? Jordan Remington? And Sean P. Beckett? Thank you to our most recent patrons. Appreciate you. Let's get into what happened in the NL. Now, if you guys don't know, I was in California at a wedding in a remote house in a remote town of Northeast California. Mm. Rough and tumble, dry desert. Hot. You got the scars to prove it? Trav, you see my hand? What? What'd you know about that? Hmm. What'd you do? What is yeah. that? Streets. Street fight. You see that video when I was going down the water slide, doing the post-game recap on the water slide? Yeah. When you're trying to be happy, but clearly you were not happy with the Yankees. That one? Welcome to 2021. <laughs> yes, that one. I cut myself, and it's, like, infected and really hurts. And I, I didn't feel it at the time, but it's pretty bad. And you, it's, one it of looks- those, it's one of those cuts where... You don't realize how many times that part of the back of your hand actually mm. comes into contact the with things. knuckle, yeah. And then it hurts, you know, because I just did it on the microphone or something earlier. I was like, damn, that hurt. Anyway, 
My point is, I missed a lot of baseball. Mm. It was hard for me to even follow the Yankees, which usually I follow very closely. So I'm going to really need your guys' help. Mm. Trev, you have the NL? I do have the NL. Do you know what that looks like, though? Do you ever play that game quarters? Yeah. Yeah, when you had to throw at the knuckles. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the dumbest game ever invented. Yeah. Why do little kids play that game? They probably don't anymore because kids are soft now. But well, I think what smart. I think we can say that kids are smart now. Also smarter. Uh, soft, smart. I don't Same know. Thing. Does anyone have a 10-year-old son or 14-year-old son that listens to this? Do they still play Knuckles in the cafeteria? BBD, did you? It got played. I'm pretty proud of myself in hindsight that I, like, bowed out every time. You weren't a... I was like, oh, guys, I can just not play Bloody Knuckles, and I'll be good. Yeah, that's just like a really dumb game. What's going on today? A lot of nice donations, a lot of nice people. I, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy likes to call it Popper Boy Jake when I tell stories from my youth, and I sound like a 1920s uh, newsie. But I only, I only played quarters if I could like win something. If I could like win a slushy, then I'd be like, all right, the knuckles are worth it. Pathetic. I have like a I have like a long thumb, so I can get some whip on that. Nobody wanted to play me in that game. Let's see that. Thumb. But I also have bony knuckles. Show me that thumb. That's your pointer finger, Trev. We'd be a great team because I mean I've just I've got a meatball of a hand. Well, some people say comically yeah. small. So these knuckles, I mean layers. That's the thing is my knuckles are very them. exposed, so I was I was getting cut up. <laughs> All right. Great offense, not built for defense. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, let's go to the NL. I wanted to play Landmines over the weekend. One of my favorite drinking games that I forgot about existed because I don't drink anymore, and then I saw a table full of it, and I was like, dude, do we have enough cans to play Landmines? Which involves a quarter. It's the best drinking game. Um, But we didn't have enough cans to play Landmines, so I didn't play. It's time. The NL recaps brought to you by Cushy Dreams. Mm. Dude, I could use some of the stuff that helps you sleep because I haven't slept in 10 days. It's crazy. Uh, Smokable CBD. CBD has been shown to help with anxiety, depression, inflammation, pain relief, and more. CBD gets into your system. Smoking CBD gets it into your system right away so you don't have to wait around for the effects. Cushy Dreams, extraordinary CBD rich hemp flowers. Come in one-eighth ounce cans and pre-rolled joints. It's cannabis that ships discreetly to you and discreetly to all 50 states. They got indica. They got sativa. A bunch of different strains you can choose from. Relax, create, hustle, peace, energy, dream. So I'd choose dream. If they're talking about sleeping, not like having ambitions. I, I can put the ambitions on hold. I just want to sleep, really. Mm. Uh, go to cushydreams.com at checkout. Use promo code BASEBALL for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code BASEBALL for 20% off today. Trev, what happened in the National League? Well, Jim, we're going to start out with my favorite series of the weekend. The Dodgers went into Atlanta, and the Braves took two of three 9-5 Dodgers in game one. Uh, Urias versus Ion Anderson. Freeman goes lefty on lefty, but the Dodgers scored eight in the fifth of game one to take it. 6-4 Braves, 4-2 Braves, the final two games. Freed out duels Bauer. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Pujols went yaya off of Will Smith in the ninth, but it wasn't enough. The Dodgers lose two out of three, and they're sitting back of the Giants. They're looking at the Giants saying, where'd you guys go? 
Moving on to our favorite team in the big leagues, the Pirates. What are they doing? They sent Cole Tucker down. I hate them, but they did take three out of four from the Marlins. 5-3 Pirates, 9-2 Pirates, 8-7 Pirates before the Marlins took game four, three to one. The Pirates scored three in the eighth to take the lead in game one. Also, guess what? Key Brian Hayes is back. He went deep in game two and raked all series long. Stallings with a walk off in the 12th of game three. The Pirates went ahead in that game with four in the eighth, but the Marlins tied it in the ninth before Stallings walk off. Pirates take three out of four from the fish. Moving on to my old stomping grounds. Got a lot of juice in Philadelphia. The Nats went into Philly. Philly took two of three. 2-1 Nationals in game one. It was Scherzer versus Wheeler. Scherzer went seven and two-thirds. Nine Ks. Only one earned run in Soto with the homer off of Wheeler because he's probably the best hitter in baseball right now. Phillies four in the fourth of game two. Cutch homers. They took game three. 12 to six. It was Velasquez versus both. The Phillies taking two out of three. Had some net issues we'll talk about later, but they're doing it there. Phillies take two out of three. Moving on. The D-backs at the Brewers. This one we could have seen coming. The Brewers, so weak. Jake's Snakes, game one, Tori Lovello gathered the team in the dugout and yelled at them like they were children because they needed to play better. It did not work. 7-4 Brewers, 5-1 Brewers, 7-5 Brewers, 2-0 Brewers. Peralta took a no-hitter into the eighth of game two on his 25th birthday. That's very nice. Sad news, Wong placed on the 10-day IL, but the Brewers do get that sweep of Jake Snakes. Another sweep coming at you. The Cardinals hosted the Reds, and the Reds swept that ass. 4-2 Reds, 6-4 Reds, 5-2 Reds, 8-7 Reds. The big swinging dicks, whatever they were called earlier, they came out in St. Louis. Votto and Naquin who haven't been playing, could return on Tuesday. Moustakis is about a week away from starting a rehab assignment. Sad news for the, the Cardinals. Not only have lost Jack Flaherty for a significant amount of time, Molina exits Saturday and sits Sunday with a knee injury, but I guess he's expected to avoid the IL, which is nice. They might be getting DeJong back. He begins a rehab assignment and hopes to rejoin the team later this week. And Kim also placed on the 10-day IL. The Reds get the sweep. They're doing it. Moving on to San Francisco. These are my guys, man. These are my guys. Cubbies. Red hot Cubbies go into San Fran. Giants take three out of four. Seven, two Giants. Eight, five Giants. Four, three Giants before the Cubs got the win in game four. Four to three. My guy, though, Longo, out four to six weeks with a sprained left shoulder. X-rays were negative. A lot of stuff going on with them in the IL. Rough out at least three weeks. Belt, though, is likely to be activated from the IL during the upcoming five-game road trip. Cubs also had some injuries in this series. Baez exits Sunday with a hand contusion and will be reevaluated today. Peterson exits Saturday with back tightness. Sits Sunday, but is feeling, and I quote, much better. Giants take three out of or Giants take three out of four from the Cubbies to remain at the top of the NLS. My goodness, they are doing it. And the last series, which is another good one, Mets down in San Diego. Series split, 4-3 Padres, 2-0 Padres before the Mets took games 3 and 4, 4-0, 6-2. Snell goes 7, Shuddy in game 2. It's his first time completing 7 innings since April 2nd, 2019. 
and the first time pitching into the seventh since May 24th, 2019. Uh, Grisham does not return as anticipated, but he needs to go on a rehab assignment. He'll be back soon. The series is split, Mets and Padres, and that is what happened in the National League. Great job, great Thank job, you. great job. Good job, Tav- Travis. Looking at the results of these series and then the standings in the NL, kind of into all of it. Uh, the Marlins and the Nats lose, and there's finally a slight bit of separation in the NL East as they're, both those teams are seven games out. Not saying they won't be able to come back, but it was close for a while, and I think Jake would appreciate if the Nats kept losing and bowed out. Hate you, Nats, because I wanted to love you. The Cubs are banged up. They lose three out of four to the Giants. The Brewers sweep, and that leaves those two teams with the same exact record. Um, not rooting for – I just that's fun to have the same exact record, Cubs and Brewers. The Giants continue to prove they're the real deal uh, by beating a team three out of four, and it's a team in a different division that's in first place in that division, so good for the Giants. Uh, and the Mets – and Padres split, which I'll take. So I, I, I'm fine National with the League's results. Fun. Fine yeah. with the results. Uh, the Reds sweeping the Cardinals. Jim, you got a little bit of uh, a pat on the back here because a winker went off. How many home runs did he hit in that game? Three. Just three. Oh, my God. Just three. I might start Is he every, better than Acuna? I think we got to start every single show. Like, I might have a button that we play. What? The responses to that all-star game thing. You would have thought. Braves Twitter. You would have thought it mattered. (laughs) Like, we're we're three fucking idiots just talking baseball. And my April-May all-star team doesn't matter. The award's going up and on they, baseball reference. People, yeah. People's refusal to insert levity into, like, takes. Like, I think my quote was, Acuna's going to get it next month and Winker's going to get it this month because he's beating him in slash lines. But, like, yeah, people got mad, mad. And it's like, oh, what's you know. wrong with you guys? Nothing matters the here. the internet. Nothing, no, nothing we say on this show matters. We're just talking sports because we like baseball. Nothing in life matters. You want to take it a step mm. further? Like, you know, our yeah. disclaimer that we used to say all the time, you know your team better than we know our team, and nothing we say matters. If you find yourself super upset about a take I have, step back and remind yourself that that doesn't matter. I'm not an important opinion haver. You know, the dinosaurs now. roamed this land for millions of years, and they were the kings. And then what happened? Nothing what happened? matters. People, they don't really know. Probably a meteor. I've been going through a lot of dinosaur stuff lately. And, um, <laughs> mm. I think they shrank. I think, didn't well, you? Well, yeah, they're around. Weren't you they're tweeting they're about dinosaurs? Now. Yeah, because Teddy's got these cards, and they're, they're listing all the, it's mm. like a baseball card for dinosaurs. So they're listing their diet and how big they were and how That's fast. And yeah, like, I some thought of these I saw some made, dino cards. Up. I was into yeah. it. Whatever. It, you know what? I'm not going to call myself an idiot, okay? So okay. maybe, and BBD is definitely not an idiot. Well, that's why I'm here. Um, and let's start out with uh, some some Padres Mets because uh, a <laughs> two fan bases that are <laughs> say we never talk about them and aren't happy. Uh, man, uh, a 
a couple dominant pitching performances, Snell and DeGrom, so that's fun. Uh, but, man, it, kudos to the Mets again. Like, I, I find myself saying that more episodes than not. They've got a nice little NL East lead as of right now. And, hey, on the road in baseball, survive and win your series at home. Splitting four with the pods in San Diego, East Coast team going out west, still with their injury bug going on. Like, good for the Mets. Good for the Mets, man. Um when are, the, when are the Mets going to make up games? Uh, and are they are they going to make up games in the second half when they're healthy? Because that's pretty cool. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? They still have played six less games than every other team. Maybe there's a no, maybe there's a, one other team that's behind. Doubleheader Monday, June 21st against the Braves. So there's one. But it'd be cool to to. Sustain the lead right. with their subs like they're doing right now, and then when they get they get those double headers to make up games, they're like you know healthy and and then they can like if that happens, they have the ability to take a commanding lead once they if that stretch of double headers and no off days and they're healthy and they're like really really rolling. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. They've got a couple double headers end of June, so when we end up linking up, you know, July one, it'll be interesting to see where the Braves sit. Couple make up games. I think they've got two double headers in a week time frame, so that can be tough on your pitching. Or if you got that Degrom guy, uh, cannot be tough for your pitching. So they've played fifty-two games. The next amount of games, next least amount of games is fifty-six with the Nats. I think a lot of teams have played fifty-nine. So yeah, they're like still six, seven games behind the average team, and they're they're winning. <clears throat> You can look at that as a good thing or a bad thing. I, I think it's a good thing if they get healthy and then they get those extra games and then they can really have much, you know, a commanding Bring lead. Some guys back. Yeah. Sure. Sure. What I else? I got you- a question for you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coach Ballgame texted me about this. Uh, people on Twitter have been hitting me up saying that I look like Patrick Wisdom or Patrick Wisdom looks like me. So I just looked him up. I don't, I don't see the resemblance, but I'll tell you what, the guy bangs. Hmm. Seven homers in 13 games, three in the series this weekend up in San Francisco. What's going on with this guy? Dude, he, uh, no joke. 29 years old. He, uh, in 13 games, he's got seven homers. I I think he's behind, he's like fourth in the team in homers. He's he's just gone nut job. It's awesome for him. I'm, I'm stoked for him. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, uh, his, his second picture. On baseball reference, when you scroll over it and the second one pops up, that's got some, like, minor league Trevor Plouffe vibes a little bit. Um, no, it's it's a soft doppelganger. I've never known that you can scroll over the picture and more come out. Thank you for that. Always. Always yeah. and forever. That's how, it's like yearbooks. It's like baseball yearbook pictures. You get to see their growth. I like I just like stories like this. Like this guy's banging and obviously the confidence is all here. And like does that turn into a prolonged career? Because sometimes all you need is that. I mean, I had a stretch like this. Sorry, talking about myself again. Mm. Two thousand twelve, if I didn't have that stretch, I probably wouldn't have the confidence and I probably wouldn't have played as long as I did. So hopefully this is uh the start. Yeah. yeah that's cool, man. And that's yeah, I love because we've seen some late bloomers recently, and you know he's he's had some good Triple A seasons in the past couple of years. So yeah, hope maybe he found it or whatever it is. That would be really cool. Um, so you like that story and full name, Patrick Ian Hyphen Cashel Wisdom. 
Cashel. That's my parents' dog's name. Yeah. Yeah. So we're rooting for that. Yes. Trevor, what else are you seeing here in the in the NL? What's jumping out to you, Big Daddy? Uh, I, I mean, the Dodgers-Braves series, we didn't really go into that. Um, that was one that I think everyone had marked. Um, I was interested in the Freed-Bauer game, obviously, because I love Max, and he went out and shoved. So that was good to see. The Dodgers, man, like they're so good, but they're they're definitely hurting. They don't have their full squad. But I'm waiting for like that beginning of the season run to happen again and just hasn't and like I I don't know Giants still on top Padres still ahead of them they're sitting in third place in their own division and I know in my head they're a juggernaut but I mean what's what have they been in the last 30 games Mm. I need to look that up I can find it for you I usually have that sheet up as we go Um, the Dodgers Dodgers Last 30. The Dodgers last 30, 17 and 13. That's okay. Not that's bad. Okay. Depends on if they're home or away, but that's pretty good. I think their bad slide was right before 30 games. It was like hot start, bad but, slide. But then 12 and 8 in their last 20 and 4 and 6 in the last 10. So, like, it's never – you're right. Like, they've never – it's not bad. It's just they've never, like – Well, they started off, what, 15 and 1 or something ridiculous like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. guys, do you guys have the sticky stuff conversation lined up? We usually ask before we start, but I forgot in, in awards or anywhere down the line. Or if not, should we do it now? I don't. I mean, Bauer's quote. Someone in the chat listed. Bauer's quote last night was funny because that's what we've come to. If anyone doesn't know, um, a lot of pitchers' spin rates were down after they suspended four minor league pitchers for using the foreign substance. <laughs> And came out and said they're going to, you know, suspend players and they're going to do routine checks on pitchers. Garrett Cole, um, he, his spin rates were down. We talked about that. I don't know if you guys talked about it Friday with Kelsey, but we talked about him talking Yanks with Trev on Thursday. And then uh, Bowers were down in his last start. And a reporter asked Bauer, you know, asked him about it. And Bauer said, Bauer said what he's been saying forever. I just want a fair playing field. He said, either make it illegal and no one can use it or actually enforce the rules because the rules are on paper, but no one enforces them. And a rule that doesn't get enforced isn't a rule. I think that was his exact quote. So then, then someone asked him, you know, if, you know, next year there's a full ban, do you think you'll have good results without it? And he said, look at my numbers from 2018 which is him just saying, I'm using it now. And I used it in 19, and I used it uh, I used it four games in 19, and I used it in 20. And that's where the state of the sport's at. You just, he just admitted it. I mean, he's admitted it the whole time. He's not a secret. Yeah. He tried to get them to do something about it, but it's going to be interesting to see if we see all these uh, spin rates come down. There was a um, – well, I have the list here, but there was a video of – Bauer applying the substance pregame and he puts it on the heel of his glove. Yeah, that's the spot. Yeah. A lot of a lot of the, so, the new stuff. And he just had the, the freaking heel. tin in his pocket of his shorts. Where? But you can't even have a like it was pregame. Like pre-game. He had shorts on. Oh, he, oh. he just 
puts it in the pocket of his shorts. It's it's strange, man. I, I really feel like he has some evil plan lined up. Or maybe he's already done his evil plan and it's over. And he's like, oh, whatever. Whatever happens now, happens now. I've got $100 million for I don't think it was that evil. I mean, yeah, that's everyone's doing it. And he, yeah, you're right. He, you're right. You're right. I, I take evil plan back. I, evil plan is back. It was just a, it was a plan. A plan. Yeah. And he, you know, that 2018 statement, he was gross in 2018, 221 ERA. So he thinks he's still got that in the bag. But yeah, I mean, we saw some spin rates come down. Cole had his lowest spin rate since 2018. And it's, uh, you know, you ready for the list? Yanks, Yanks locked him up for a long time. So. Yeah. Let me see the list. What list? Uh, I don't know who put this. Somebody in our chat put biggest RPMs drop this week. Top 10. Trevor Bauer, Garrett Cole, Julio Urias, Charlie Morton, Clayton Kershaw, a lot of Dodgers, Rysiel Iglesias, former Red, Nathan Ovaldi, Walker Bueller, Jose Urquidy, and Jin Hyun Ryu, which I didn't know was uh, using. I feel like he doesn't need it. Funk. That's you said right Kikuchi? Nope. Oh. He had it all over his hat a couple games. It was hilarious. Um, it'll be interesting, man. I mean, I there's there's there's. But wasn't Kikuchi like just normal pine tar stuff, like not like foreign substance, foreign substance? I don't know. That's what. Yeah, that's, that's the, the that's, that's the, the unknown. That's the, right the question. Now. Um, if you see them doing like the two fingers, that's for spin. If you see them doing this with their hand, that's a bit more for grip. Donaldson came out um, and talked about it. He's been hot on it. Good man. I mean, if the league, I don't, I don't trust that the league is actually, it's actually going to happen because they're saying they're asking it to be in the umpire's hands, and who knows? I think that's a dangerous game to play both ways because you might have some umpires thinking they're protecting the players and the game, and we haven't cared about this in forever, and they don't understand the difference. And you might have some umpires that run rampant with it and do like you know cavity searches on the mound. Mm. Hot. <laughs> um. But uh, ho- hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. No, and it's it. You know, there's going to be a lot of names coming out in in the future, a little bit. But man, I mean, you know, go look at Charlie Morton's baseball reference. Uh, Charlie Morton, you know, had a nine year career through 2016 where he had an 84 ERA plus, a 4.54 ERA. He went to Houston in 2017. Uh, and the three years following that, he had a 130 ERA plus, a 324 guy. Uh, Morton? Age 33 through 35. Morton? Yep. Yeah, they told him to just throw harder is what they said. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can, and, like, um, if I did it, I, don't, I think I, I think I, there's not enough facts and stuff, but you can draw a pretty fun red string conspiracy theorist uh, tracking the teams and the names you just said, Trev, and – Yes. Oh, the teams that are involved with and the players that have passed through those teams. We know that the Angels, Troy Percival, is on record saying he got taught it when he was with uh, the Indians, and then he went to the Angels, and then him and Bubba perfected it, uh, and he and Bubba would give it to the opposing pitchers. But what what in, in Troy's quotes he said, you know, they didn't also have the slow mo camera to right. take this like they didn't know. Spin rate wasn't just felt better. Spin rate wasn't a calculation. So like they had the sticky stuff in the early two thousands, the Angels bullpen, and they were dirty, but they didn't have the wherewithal, knowledge, high tech cameras to 
Good. Make it literally like do it this way and this way, and that, oh maybe make the substance a little less this, and now make the substance a little more that, and that's why in the last five years I was reading about it. Last five years is when you've seen a lot of players spike, and it's a lot of guys who joined the Astros, and it's a lot of guys who were teammates with Bauer, and a lot of theirs go up. Yeah, it's not rocket science. It's uh... Garrett Cole. I mean Garrett Cole, Charlie Morton. Kind of very similar stories there. Obviously, Cole was a little younger than Ver, Charlie Verlander. When he went to the Astros. Verlander when Verlander, he went there, dude. I, I, Verlander was a hell of a pitcher in Detroit. Obviously, the guy won a freaking an MVP, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. as a pitcher. Yeah. So he like I I don't know, but like he, I thought his career was on the downward trend. Then he went to Houston and it skyrocketed up. And like. You know, I mean, this is all alleged, and you're just kind of drawn like you're putting red strings. None of this is confirmed or factual, but that that red string uh, board is is kind of interesting to look at when you look at the factors and the ten guys Trev just named. Damn it, Ryu! Um, anything else from the NL Brewer sweep? Yeah, Brewers, Brewers are hot. Everyone's hot to trot on on our Tuesday Brewers Day Brewers. Uh, Nine and one in their last ten. Corbin came back. Corbin Burns, my guy, came back and was a gross festival. As was Freddie Peralta. I mean, man, if Freddie Peralta, who we heard before the season and we tried to relay to you guys, I mean, your season outlook changes when you go from having two front of the line starters to three, and I mean Corbin Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. Holy crap, man. That's that's a tough series. And that's a team nobody wants to play. The Brewers have a awesome stretch ahead of them if they like want to put some distance. The Reds, who the Reds just did sweep the yeah. Cardinals, so they might be a bit tougher. But they go, but if the Reds aren't a tough task for the Brewers, which also may be the case, they go Reds, Pirates, Reds, Rockies, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Their next two and a half weeks of baseball. Brew Crew can get some big momentum going into July. Mm. That'd be nice. One last thing before we move on about the sticky stuff. DeGrom, I think his RPMs dipped a little bit. He still was disgusting, and people were calling him, you know, like calling out that he was using sticky stuff, which, you know, his whole team came to his defense on Twitter. Like every single person was like, no, DeGrom is clean as can be. No, DeGrom is clean as clean as can be. So that's, I feel like we need to mention well, that. Well, it's, 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 it's cool too. And there was someone on, uh, on baseball Reddit who did like a whole breakdown of DeGrom spin rates and his jumps in certain pitches per year versus the known, known allegedly known guys, Cole Bauer and, and, the, and the crew. And, you know, I, I think if you asked me a month ago, I'd be like, well, you know, eight out of seven out of ten guys are using it, and Degrom's the nastiest pitcher I've ever seen. So I guess he's using it. Like that's what I. But after reading that and seeing all the teammates come out, I, I'll, 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 I'll go to that side of the fence easily and say, yeah, okay, maybe this dude's not. Maybe he's just nasty, and and the the RPM data uh, supports that. Like he didn't ever have a crazy jump like some other guys have. Like oh well, there's the moment he started using it. So. um I probably would have guessed or I probably have guessed in conversations wrongly about DeGrom, but my standpoint is, like, everyone's using it until I find out they're not. 
because that's how rampant yeah. it seems to have been or is. And Trev, you also noted uh, that like this was the first hot week and this was the first humid weekend, and that that is a factor too. So uh, I think that ties in, and yeah, it's it's gonna be the conversation is rolling, 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 rolling. All right. Before we before we move on, BBD, I'm gonna click out so I don't have mic troubles because I think that's what's going on with the audio. Is I, we're too long on Wirecast, so I'm gonna click out and okay. come back and reset the time. So get a picture ready, whatever the worm one, Aragorn. There it is. There okay. It is. See All you guys. Right. So yeah, right. Jake, what happened in the American League? Please let me know. John Boy, let me start with BBD's Yankees, who hosted the Red Sox. Best rivalry in sports. Holy crap. The Yankees, things are getting dark quick. They lose 5-2-7-3-6-5-10 to the Red Sox. The Yankees get swapped. 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 In the boogie down Bronx. Uh, things are worse than ever. Yankees fans are sad. Yankees Twitter, a very scary place to be right now. Watch out, Coach Trev. Be careful if you dip your toe in there. Yankees hoping to get some Zach Britton back, hopefully void at some point. But, man, the Yankees need a shakeup. Don't know what it is. Hey, good for the Red Sox. Oh, my God, Bobby Dahlbach. The Blue Jays. Hosted the Astros. Astros blow them out. Game one, 13 to 1. Grinky versus Ryu. Uh, Blue Jays win the second one. Chicken strips. Ross Striplings with a solid start. But the Astros take the series 6 3. Uh, Strohs are doing it. George Springer very close to starting a rehab assignment like that. Uh, oh, Vladito still awesome and hitting home runs. There's your Blue Jays update. The Rangers. Trev's Texas Rangers host. Trev's Tampa Bay Rays. Texas wins the first game uh, because Gibby started, and that's obvious. Those are the rules here. But the Rays take the second two with their reclamation projects on the mound. Dick Mountain Rich Hill does it again. Holy smokes. We're talking all-star Rich Hill. John Boy Media all-star Rich Hill. Michael Waka Flock of Flame pitches the third game. G-Man Choi goes to the IL. That's sad news, but the Rays keep raising the Chicago White Sox. They hosted the Tigers, and they take three out of four. They lose the Scooble versus Giolito game. Sorry, Lucas. Chris Rose rotation. And But Dylan C shuts him down on the, on the final game of the series. A crazy game, too. Back and forth. Mercedes with... The walk-off. You might hear something about Yasmani Grandal doing stuff in that game later. And Lance Lynn's fastball farm won them the first game. Royals and Twins split. Eh, eh. Uh, I don't know, man. Six Royals take the first two. Twins take the second two. Three one-run games? Was it fun? Did you have a good time? Don't think so. Uh, Salvi Perez had back-to-back two homer games, finishing the last series and starting this one, so that's fun. Byron Buxton, come back and get traded to the Yankees. Orioles take two out of three from the Indians, including, how about 18-5 on the final day? That must have been a good watch. Kagan Eichen helps the Orioles win the first game of that series, while Savali and the Indians win game two. John Means to the IL. We hate it. We hate it. Come back, John. Means well, early settler. And the Angels and Mariners split, because that's obvious. 
Justice Sheffield in game one for the Mariners does enough. Otani start game two. We like that. Angels win the two middle games. Mariners win the bookends. Uh, Kikuchi, Jimmy, took a comebacker off the knee. But swelling, he's feeling better than expected. So, uh, Angels stinking. That's the AL recap. Kelnick having a bad time. Can I? Great job, Jake. I think I'm going to start a weird place for you. Please. I thrive in weird places. Tigers pitching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they lost to the White Sox, the Tigers. Their starters were, were starting to look really good. Um, and Schoolboy had a good start, like you said, against Giolito. Five innings pitched, one earned run, 11 Ks. And Casey Mize, seven innings pitched, uh, three earned runs. They were all three solo shots. But uh, Turnbull, who's having a great season, he gets injured. Now, they say the initial diagnosis is positive, but it was a fun little storyline that we were starting to get and maybe continuing to get the Tigers starting pitchers, um, which is kind of the goal for the Tigers season was like, let's have these young arms, uh, you know, prove themselves, tread water and come out and, and – uh, Good job by Scooble and Mize, and yeah, and that's hopefully what, Turnbull's all right. When when Chris Rose hopped in for an episode, he uh, he was mad that we were being tough on the Tigers, and it was I think it was like right after the Yankees series where the Tigers looked pathetic, and we were just saying like the watchability is a zero. Like I didn't think the Tigers were going to be great this year, but you know I was excited to see Scooble, I was excited to see Casey Mize, and those guys are starting to figure it out a little bit. Uh, so so that's fun. Like the Tigers have been. A watchable prod product for a little bit, and Eric Haas <laughs> doing some fun things hitting wise. So yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what we were looking for from the Tigres. That being said, they lose three out of four to the White Sox because the White Sox are really good and starting. I mean, starting to create some space in the standings. Four games up on Cleveland. If they start stretching early, if they can get that to seven eight around All Star break well, who's time, who's gonna come for them? That's the thing. Uh, it was supposed to be Trev's twins, but they're D-E-D dead. Yeah, we, we claim them dead. They're they're dead. I got to claim and a Buxton team dead. Buxton is not coming this, to the Yankees. This episode. I don't think he's what? coming to the Yankees either. I agree with you, no. Trev. Um, The White Sox are good. And, yeah, separation, they're, I mean – they may run away with that division, and then they might. We'll see how it goes. It might look like it's going to be pretty fun for I the mean, White Sox. The White Sox have the biggest division lead in baseball. There's some janky analytics. How about that? Ain't no one catching the White Sox. Nobody is. Yeah, they're just good every which way you slice it, man. They still mm. are. Yeah. Actually, they're thirteen yes. and thirteen on the road now, so they're better at home. Ha. For a long time, they were good in every situation. Happy for Trev's Tony Larusa. Tony looking yeah, good man, with the uh, the South Side jersey on. That's like literally a meme. He like yeah. is a meme. Yes. Yes. He probably pronounces it Mimi. Oh, definitely. Mm. May May Mimi. Yeah. Yeah. The Rays also <clears throat> playing good ball. Um, they lead their division. They're thirty eight and twenty three, and things are going pretty well. Rich Hill. Talk about a good pickup by that. Holly G. Willikers. Yeah. Yeah. And Choi's out, which sucked because that happened in his at bat against Aroldis Chapman. Uh, and then he didn't play against Cole the next game, which was 
you know, as as a entertainment industry sucks because that's a guy who just crushes one of the better pitchers in baseball and he didn't play. And we were like, what the hell is this? Is this some trickery by the Rays? Now he goes on the IL, which is a bummer, but but uh, at least I know it wasn't. They didn't de- they didn't deprive us of that matchup for no reason, mm. just because the Rays are being the Rays. Um, how else do the Rays do it? Oh, Yarby. I mean, that, he had a good start recently. Yeah, I mean, Glasnow and Rich Hill are two of the better pitchers in the American League right now. Dude, uh, Fleming pitched. Did they win this Fleming game? Fleming game. He gave up 10 hits, five earned runs, but he went seven innings. It's kind of a odd line. Bullpen saving Flemings? Is that what they're saying? They lost that game. Okay. That well, was Gibby. That, so. that, oh, oh, Gibby's the best ever. Not, When's Gibby going to get traded? You text him yet, Trev? Trev? I haven't texted him about that. I will. I will today. I'll say, when are you going to get traded, Gibby? Yeah. He's going to say... I like it in Texas. You know, I think we might turn things because he's the nicest guy ever. He's never going to say anything bad about anyone or any team. So, Trev, you know what you can open that phone convo with? Say, hey, hey, my friend, Gibby. Yep. How's it like having the lowest ERA in the American League? 206. We're in bold on the baseball reference, babe. I sent him uh, the other day. I was going through some war stats, seeing leaders and whatever, and he was like eighth in the overall in the American League. Three war. Let's go, Gibby. Let's go. How is he? I'm happy for him, man. I guess. I guess some pitchers don't qualify. Because what you say is the area is two oh six. Shit, not many. How many innings is going to have lower than a two oh six? Sixty five point two. I guess. I guess Lance Lynn doesn't qualify yet. How did he miss times? Yeah, he missed two starts. It's like not that many. Gibby missed a start. I know. That's why I was confused why Gibby qualifies and Lance doesn't. Hotter. Oh, that's debatable. That's That's so debatable. debatable. They're too different. Like uh, they're very specific. They're niche hot. Let me tell you guys something. The White Sox, obviously, they have a great offensive team. They're even missing two of their better offensive players. They also uh, have Lance the starting Lynn. pitching has been awesome. The bullpen, they went out and signed guys for their bullpen because that's what good teams freaking do. They go out and get good players to shore up a position or a, mm. uh, a part of the team that's not great. But then they also have a guy named Garrett Crochet. Mm. He's got a .39 ERA in his career, 21 games. He started to walk some people this year, but the guy is lights out. And, like, that is – do you remember when like the Rays had David Price and they just like stuck him in the bullpen in 2008? Like this is this is that for them. Waka like, for the Cardinals guy. when he was in the pen like his rookie year who started for the Rays. You, you could series. say like Urias last year for the Dodgers. Like you just get like a young electric dude who like maybe you don't know if you want to have him be a starter or in the bullpen. You know they're trying to figure it out. But this guy, I mean, to have that that like, you draft a guy and when did they draft? They drafted him, like two years ago, right? Last year. Last year, that's right. You drafted him last year. He plays last year. He doesn't give up a freaking run. And he's back this year doing the same damn thing. That's like, that's the shit that you have to have. Or at least really freaking helps your chances of winning a World Series. Like the, the White Sox are freaking scary. We knew on paper they were scary, but now they've gone out and fucking done it, man. Trev, and I want to give you a little bit of credit. Um, 
You mentioned it last episode that, like, you know, you were you were really stoked on the White Sox getting Liam Hendricks, and we kind of heard heading into free agency, you know, there's teams that don't really spend on bullpen anymore, so it's kind of a limited pot of teams that were going to do it. If you took Liam Hendricks out of that bullpen, we would be having conversations that that is the White Sox weakness, and who are they going to get? He has been the anchor on the back end, and, you know, Crochet's been good. Foster's been good. Um, but, you know, Evan Marshall and Bummer, who they expect big things out of, haven't been where they expect to be. Uh, Hoyer had, you know, past couple weeks hasn't been as hot. But when you when you got the anchor at that back end, it, it makes all the other bullpen problems a lot simpler. And and they have fucking Kopech, too. Yeah. <laughs> like they have two of these guys they can do that with, right and the left. Kopech's hurt right now, but... They're scary, dude. They're scary. And they got Lance Lynn. Mm. And they have Lance Lynn, who can... I heard he could kill somebody by um, just looking at him. So, that's what I heard. <laughs> look at Lance Lynn's game log. Just do it. It's gross. And then look at look at his pitch mix. I Obviously, I say it every single episode. And I will. Every time he starts. If he continues doing this. <laughs> He's got a one, two, three ERA through ten starts. It's wild, man. And now Lucas Giolito's a bad boy getting thrown out of freaking mm. games. I know. He wants me to break that down. I haven't seen it yet. It's the Tony Larusa effect, man. He's, he's doing it. <laughs> I think a freaking squirrel could manage the White Sox. That's what I think. Mm. Well, I mean, and that, that'd be a quiet squirrel. Yeah, Terrible. that's that's all you need. Just a squirrel. Yeah, Give the squirrel a I bucket of acorns and let him go. Got to fill out the lineup and stuff. Oh, you just had to delegate. The squirrel would be shitty at that. As long as the squirrel can delegate, he's golden. Uh, anything else that you got to talk about in the AL? The Yankees stink. Um, the Blue Jays. Yeah, are we like need to talk fun. more about how they stink. I know well, you guys have talked about that a lot. We, I haven't got a chance to talk about that. Please. All Why yours. do they stink so bad? Why is, why is why is Giancarlo Stanton never playing? Like, mm. He's not hurt, is he? Or maybe he is? Jim's called that the biggest mystery I think he's seen on a baseball team ever. I just, I don't understand, guys. Like, that was, the Red Sox came into town, slapped them in the face and left and said, Well, because the Red Sox are a team that has fun and energy and, and plays every side of the ball, and the Yankees... Are the opposite, and they all they all can't hit. Um, all of their launch angles are down. Like everyone's just hitting the ball straight into the ground, and and that's like the biggest problem. Like if you wanted to find the statistical biggest problem, all of their launch angles are bad, and all of the all of the Yankees fans that hate like new age analytics are blaming. It's because they only care about launch angle, and it's like, well, if they did, and that would be really. great. If they could start caring about launch angle again, I mean, uh, unreal. Because all they do is hit the ball straight into the ground. And they, they're they slow. And they have the worst yes. fundamentals I've ever seen a team have. So they get out on the base paths all the time. Their left fielder can't play left field. And their right fielder can't play right field. And Well, they have a really good defensive right fielder, but they DH him. They DH him. Judge gets DH'd. 
or they're playing him in center because they don't have a center fielder in the lineup. The only one they have is Brett Gardner, who's not supposed to play every day and is also performing with the bat worse than he or normally like, or averagely should, even though that's never the reason why he's on the team is his bat. It's his base running and speed and defense. So the entire outfield is playing out of position. And um, this series against the Red Sox, two balls that are caught by – Every outfielder didn't get caught in big moments late in the game, and that led to uh, rallies for the Red Sox. So uh, why are the Yankees bad? Their their offense is brutal, their roster construction's awful, and their fundamentals are impossibly bad. Team built around hitting that's not hitting at all. Trevor. Yeah, so the one guy I wanted to mention, because I, I don't want to talk about this too much. I know you guys are covering it a lot. I'm talking Yanks, but DJ LeMahieu, DJ LeMahieu, sorry. What what's going on? I haven't watched a ton of Yankee Launch games. I, I, is he is he just did he just have a few good years with the Yankees, um, or is he just is he struggling right now, or is this DJ like kind of whatever? Yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, you know, I'm, DJ has a skill. He's had more than just a few good years, and you know, we saw Jose Ramirez have an awful half a season and then pick it up in the back end. Like, you know, DJ's the one guy I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked if he has a crazy big second half and his skill set comes around. But for, r- right now, it's his it's his batted ball profile. Trev, I think I think the bigger thing that comes into play. Uh, and uh, we don't know if it's related to balls or if it's not hitting or if it's a combination, but DJ LeMahieu right now, he's slugging 321. He's got a career batting average of 302. Uh, Glaber Torres, his power hasn't been there all season. So it's, uh, man, it's tough. They, they lead the league in double plays by a mile um, because they can't, can't run. Uh, there's no power. It, it's a team that's you know supposed to be one of the best hitting teams in the league, and they're just not doing it. And the the stand stuff is wild. Uh, you know, if if anyone's looking for a good clip, BBD brought it to our attention on Talking Yanks last night. Trev, the Yankees have an off day today. They have an off day Friday. They play the Phillies this weekend, National League. So Stan's probably not playing then. And then the Yankees have an off day Monday too, so Giancarlo. I saw that clip. Giancarlo yeah. over nine ga- over a nine day period might play three games. Might start three games. Let me ask you: Do you guys think that's good for a hitter to play three times in nine days? No, it's not. It's really not. That's so dumb. But going back to DJ, I mean, his OPS plus. He's had more seasons under a hundred than over a hundred. We talked about this before he signed his big deal. I said, I don't know how many suitors there are going to be because like he, like the track record isn't great. I like DJ a lot. I like watching him play. I know what he brings to the team, what he meant to the Yankees for those two years. I'm just curious, man. Like it, was it just a, uh, a mirage those two years? Like it, it, he's locked up for what? Six more years, five more years, five more. Including this, yeah, be interesting yeah, but I also, mean, I mean, he was good with Colorado. It's just the slugging, you know, the short porch and the juice balls helped him in in 2019. And he's a good defensive player. Like if he if he goes back to being around 100 OPS off offensively, or slightly that's not above, what you paid for though. That's not what you paid for. You paid for those two years, 135, 177. That's very, very, for. very true. Trev, it's a big question of Yankees concerns. Yeah, DJ, DJ is probably 10th <laughs> on the list. Yeah. 
There's yeah. like right, there's let's, still let's hope. Move on. Let's like they can't catch tired. fly balls, Trev. They can't. Yeah. They have corner outfielders that aren't outfielders. That's also bigger. your management won't spend money because there's a fake salary cap. That's another problem too. So, anyways, we can move on now. Yeah, they stink. Good job, Red Sox. Red Sox are good and fun. I compared them to the 2017 Yankees during their PPP, and I still think that rides. And I think they're going to have a lot of fun the rest of the way. If they're if the Red Sox make the playoffs, I'd say watch out. I don't know what their formula is going to be when they make the playoffs, but I'd say watch out because they got a lot of momentum, a lot of fun on their side, and kind of a um, uh, what's the term when um, like second life type, like doesn't matter, like um, playing with house money. House money. They're playing with house money a little bit this season. That's a scary thing to do when a team's fun, young, and playing with house money. And they could not be playing with house money if they get Chris Sale back and maybe if they make another trade or something. I still think they will because they weren't expected to be a playoff team. So whenever you have that, you just they reset you, the cap and play, all that shit. Play a little looser. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, interleague. Here we go. There was one series. The A's took two out of three from the Rockies. They won the first game. And the second game in the first game, it was Montes versus Gray. They scored like six runs in the first three innings. Got off to an early lead. Tried to go with the lesser bullpen. They brought in Burt Smith, fan favorite. He gave up some runs, but they held on to win nine to five. In game two, Swervin Irvin put on a show. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Lazardo came out of relief for the third time this season. Maybe people weren't aware that he's been doing that lately and he gave up some runs but the A's held on to win again how about that in game three going for the sweep Caprellian pitches for the A's not bad not a bad outing by him but Herman Marquez was better he shut down the A's they avoid the sweep stories expected to return on Tuesday John Gray goes on the AIL uh, after his start in game one and the A's take two out of three simple easy as that because they always do. Because the A's just win all the damn time. They're a good team. Another, that's um, an aesthetically pleasing series for me. Mm. I really, really love green and purple together. So it was cool to see that. You big Barney fan? Side note. I know, I know that's a Barney color scheme, but I just think they go really well together. So maybe. I mean, you can be I a fan green, of Barbie. I had my first crush green on with Barney an accent girl. of a Barney girl. Yeah, one of the little girls. I was in the class. Mm. Okay. She was sad on the swings. She had to go to the oh. dentist or something. I forget the episode. Yeah, well, going to the dentist sucks. Yeah, when I was six, and she was probably six, mm. it was the first crush I had. I thought she was cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barney. All right. Barney. Yeah. <laughs> Barney, I, I, Barney was, uh, that's, I think that's kind of our age, man. Barney was hot in the streets. I saw right through his bullshit. Is, what's his Barney got bullshit? Is he purple or green? He's purple, right? Purple, purple. With, purple with a green chest, right? Yeah. Okay. I, love I like you. the other way around. More green than purple. Okay. okay. Is that any pro team ever? No. Or college team? Green and purple. I've, I don't know if I've ever seen a green and purple color scheme. Well, the Rockies done like a St. Patrick's Day uni or some shit. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Green and purple rocks. Yeah. 
Think about all the things that are green and purple. There's a lot of cool stuff that's green and purple. Grass. Flowers. Yeah. You got any yeah, more? Not... Oh, that are purple? Yeah, it's purple. Um, I like grape flavored stuff and that's always purple okay. i know nobody likes grape flavored stuff yeah grape licorice Ooh, baby oh, give it to me my god grape licorice trev yeah, i like push red... i push the gross boundaries on here and you're like <laughs> pushing them further <laughs> you like the australian brand licorice i like that stuff i really do like that i don't eat that stuff i don't put it in this temple anymore but when mm. i did that's that's well that's really good licorice my favorite licorice is a fresh Red vines, like yeah, fresh. Yeah, You can't get a stale. Oh, Californian. Oh, how do you know someone's from California? They think red vine tastes good. Mm. Um, I like going to the beach because my mom buys licorice. That's like her beach snack, and I would never buy it for myself. But if I'm sitting on the sand and there's a bag of licorice being passed around the circle, mm. I'm gonna eat all of it. So I'm pretty into that. Uh, good job. Were the mighty duck? Were the mighty ducks green and? Purple? Ooh, yeah. I think that I think um, With not in D one. Yeah, that was like the new unis. Was it D two? Did they become that? Or was it most? No, no, no. I think uni. when I picture Goldberg, I have him in green and purple. That's so. It is D one, but it's mostly green with a little bit of purple. You might have it there. We lost Maybe the internet, so I'm we can't of. Google search it, but. I'm and I searched Mighty, Mighty Bucks instead of Mighty Ducks on my mm. phone. Um, but I think, yeah, that's your team right there. I'm Good. looking right now. No, you're right. It, yeah. Yeah. It's not a lot of purple, of though. It kind of is. It's it's purple, yellow, and, and, and green. Yeah, the purple and stripe at the bottom. I have, to get, I have to get a hat or something now because that's my favorite colorway. Well, you're a huge Mighty Ducks fan? Not really. Nah. Favorite color wear. Cake eater. Trim. That's a Minnesota term. Did you hear that a lot when you played there? People you call you a cake eater? You're not. You're a pool man, though. So yeah, you can call I'm you a that. pool man. Yeah. All right. Uh, good job by the Rockies. Psych. They lost. Oops. Standout performances. You ready for them? Standout performance. I'm ready, baby. They are brought to you by DraftKings. It's not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. Do they have a promotion this time? Uh, Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits by betting on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. And if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's code, promo code JOHNBOY for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I got a, I got a, uh, a bet for everyone this coming week. Whenever Hap pitches against the Yankees or Pineda pitches against the Yankees, bet the under... And bet the twins, or like if oh they have in, if they have individual lines on Hap and Pineda, because they will be shutting the Yankees down. Hap will probably go six innings pitched, three hits, zero earned against the Yankees. So that'll be a lot of fun. 
Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only, new customers only, wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLA or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Standout performance. Standout performance. Trev, you get to go first. Yes, I got a good one. I got a good one. I think mm. this might be back-to-back for this guy. I'm going with my guy, Zach Greenkey. Mm. Against the Blue Jays, nine innings pitched, one earned run, and I love this, three Ks. <laughs> mm. Six hits, one walk, and our guy Zach, I mean, he's just a treasure in the game. I, I, I know we talk about him a lot, but I feel like he's another one of those guys that should be talked about more. He saw his ERA on May 25th. He went six innings pitched with four earned runs, got up to three, nine, seven. Then he was like, you know what? I don't like that. So I'm going to like pitch a lot better. And he pitched against the Padres. He won eight innings pitch, six hits, one earned run with four strikeouts. Then he said, you know what? I like that. So here we go. Here's Toronto, another one of the better hitting teams in the league. He basically mirrored that line again, except he went nine innings pitch this time, like I said, with the six hits and the one earned run and the three Ks. The way he pitches is different than anybody else in the league, you know, He's he's just been doing it for so long. His baseball reference page is awesome. He's accumulated 74 war. He's a Hall of Famer. Mm. And I don't think people talk about that enough. So, Zach Grinke, you demand. One of the lone characters left in baseball and still performing at an elite level, which is a good combination. Because his characterness is, like, completely natural. I didn't know that his name was Donald. Yeah. Zachary Grinky. That makes it even better. Everything about this guy. Yeah, I mean, I if he was a Donald Grinky, I think more people would know him. I think his nickname would be the Duck. <laughs> just because he's odd. The Don. I uh or like quack. I I've told this story, I think, before here, but I faced the first time I faced Grinky, you know, obviously he's all the hype is there and he might have had an off day or something. I saw the ball pretty well against him, and I was like, "What this that Grinky guy? You know, come on, how does he how does he have these numbers?" And then the second time I faced him, he absolutely diced us up, and everything was moving this way and that way, and different speeds, and it was like, "Holy shit, this is now I know." So since that day, I've been like on the Zach Grinky train, and he just he just doesn't go away, man. He's the real deal. He's almost thirty eight years old. Is he really? Yep. I guess that makes sense. I guess I would have guessed high. Hearing it's a, a kind of like. He's a free agent too. Doing it for a while. They, the Astros also or the the Astros also put up a ton of runs here, right? So he was pitching with relative stress free. About that, yeah. Does he ever throw stressful pitches? He doesn't care. Can't. One of the I'm 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 happy that the ending of the World Series was. Game seven, the Nats won, right? Knowing everything we know, happy the Nats won. Yeah. But Granky's outing now doesn't get talked about. One of the best game seven World Series starting pitching outings you'll see. And so dominant, you know, there were some strikeouts, but if you remember how much he was fielding, um, you know, he was his own, like he was a team. He was, he looked like a wiffle ball player. He's just doing it all Six, himself. Six-time gold glover. Whoops. Dude, he didn't get a single swing and miss on his fastball in this game, and he went nine innings pitch, one earned run. I, I need the it. The three Ks thing, like, 
I feel like pitchers K three people on accident. Yeah. You know, Cy Young, six-time All-Star, six-time Gold Glove, two-time Silver Slugger, two-time ERA title. Dude, he's guy's a freak. He threw 13 fastballs uh, in the zone for a called strike. Just chooses his spots. <laughs> so that's a lot to have just not even swung at, fouled, fouled off, put in play, or uh, it just just dicing him up, not expecting it. Not looking for it. All right, let me hold on. This is my favorite thing before I move on. Guess okay. guess the career earnings. Ooh, got to be big. I don't know what I'm going. I'm looking it up right now. I would guess like 160. I was going to guess somewhere around 200. <laughs> but I don't know where his big contracts came from. He just signed a six-year, $200 million deal with the Astros. Oh, he did? Or whoever it was. He's made $317 million in his career. <laughs> and deservedly so. He's been the What do you mean he just signed million. that with the Astros? I thought they took on his contract. The, the, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Oh, Diamondbacks. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, for, I was forgetting. He a six-year. I was forgetting who gave him the big contract, but it's the Diamondbacks, and they're my black hole team, and I'm very honest about that, so it makes sense now. Yeah, so this year he's making 35, and 10.3 uh, of that is being paid by the Diamondbacks. So <laughs> just to rub it in there, wound a little bit, but 317 mil, baby. Let's go snakes. What do you What do you think that guy does with that money? Like, I'm curious. Is he a car guy? Does he have a zillion houses? Tells his, just, tells his wife or whoever to manage it. Ask for allowance. I don't know. He's got a bunch of kids. Yeah. Hopefully, he's saving it for their futures. I'm just curious. Like, I wonder what he's into. He's got to have one thing. He has yeah, one like Legos. Thing. Or he probably has like yeah. a sick Lego collection mm. or something like that. Like connects. He, Maybe he it's connects. A, Maybe he's bought out all the connects in the world to scale Wrigley Field in his basement. No, my buddy he cares my, about baseball. My buddy uh, in elementary school won the Ferris wheel made out of connects that was in the middle of the mall. Like twenty feet, like ten feet tall and ten feet wide, and then they, they won it, and then they just had it in their house. And the parents were like, "This sucks, man. Like, I don't want this in our house." It's like at their whole living room. It's just this fucking giant Ferris wheel connect. So that's what I'm imagining Granky's whole basement now, and I'm enjoying. Someone it. said uh, in the chat he buys swords, which uh, like he's joking, but that also makes sense if he just had a bunch of cool swords. Like yeah, he could have he could have a museum in his basement of like weapons throughout time, and you'd be like, oh, this is pretty heavy. <laughs> All right, man. Like uh, we're here with our kids. <laughs> Not into this. Um, great award, Trev. Thank you, so Zach Greinke. What a what a guy, um, dude. We could talk about Zach Greinke all day. My award oh. is third, and Jake's is up okay. now. Hey, uh, Trev, you, you noted it the other day. I think we posted some of it on John Boy Media. You seen uh, the people in the crowd saying, you know, raise your right arm if you're a boob guy. Raise your left arm if you're a, a butt guy. You know, Castellanos. I think he did a he did a hawk wave to that. Um, you know, and if. <laughs> If if you're a tits man, I'm a yes man, Trev. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, he his performance stood out for a couple reasons. Um, you know, we were doing the catchers, and 
Uh, you know, we looked at Yasmani's numbers, and A, that's a story that needs to be discussed more. Yasmani Grandal is now hitting 153 at the dish with a 392 on base. He has an 807 OPS. In this game, Yasmani Grandal went two for two with two walks and two homers, and his second homer, his pitching staff that he was behind the dish for, just gave up six runs to give up the lead by one run. So what's Yasmani do? He comes up the following half inning, ties it up with his second homer of the game. White Sox end up winning the next inning on a Yermin Mercedes walk-off. Man, I can only imagine what the drunk uncles in Chicago are saying about Yasmani's season because he's... He's having a good year, but I can understand where that's tough to process for some old school baseball fans. 392 on base and 807 OPS. I think he has one of the worst BABIPs in the league right now. So the batting average should sneak up. And Trev, we're talking, you know, sneaky careers. I guess Monty's been doing it for a while, Jim. Something you'd like from his baseball reference page. Every year, he's had a. Uh, OPS plus of over 100. So Yasmani just does it year in, year out. He's on this White Sox team. He's a bonus piece. We never talk about Yasmani Grandel. And this was a big game for him on, on a day they needed it as well. As well. The, yeah, Yasmani's line here is um, one of the lines that makes me question the stats I like. Right. Because he's, he's played in 41 games this season, Trev. Dang. Guess how many mm-hmm. of those he's gotten a hit in? How many games? He's played 41. How many of those do you think he has recorded a hit? I mean, I see he has 17 hits, so I'm going to say 12. 14 games out of the 41. 14 games. He's, so he's only had three games with multiple, multiple hits? Yes. How many times Jeez. has he been on base multiple times? Yeah. A lot. The walks are there. He leads the league in walks. But as Jake says, walks are boring, um, even though they're productive. Like, he's not a fun watch, I would guess, day in, day out. But And then he is doing well, but you have to really explain it to someone. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I like OPS. I like OPS+. Plus. But I also if you just took the batting average out, though. Like literally, you said, put your hand over the page and didn't look at his batting average and just look. You at think OEP he's having an amazing slugging. year, but that's, that's that's a little bit of where we're going with baseball, where we're rewarding less entertainment. Circle this and like, is there? How can we? How change can we this fix this? Because we're rewarding less. Because Yasmani can also hit, Trev. I think that's the other side point of this. Like Yasmani Grandal has proven he can hit in this league. Yeah. Um. I mean, one fifty three. <laughs> that's that's a thousand at bats. Hundred fifty three. I haven't watched. Math. I haven't watched a lot of his at bats, but I mean, the walks, the walks thing. That's not his fault. Like, is our is the book on him out of the zone? Out of the zone, and he's just learned this year to figure it out. Maybe I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Baseball has been rewards this, and it's good and it's productive. I agree with all of that. It's good for yes, Monty Grandal. Yeah, and the White Sox. Yeah, in a way, but I don't think it's good for the entertainment of the sport. No. Seeing and writing 45 walks in 41 games, pretty mind blowing. Yeah. 17 hits. I on love the when year, people have more walks than K's. He's got more walks than games played. 
Nuts. Uh, all right. My standout performance is Cedric Mullins. I very rarely mm. choose a hitter for my standout. I like doing pitchers. I always say if I do choose a hitter, it has to have like multi-homer game or something. Well, Cedric Mullins had a multi-homer game. He had two home runs. He also went five for five. Didn't get him out. Didn't take a walk. That's entertainment. Every hit came when he was down in the count or it was a full count. You know, it wasn't a lot of 2-0, 3-1 fastball hunting. It was 0-1, 2-2, uh, back-to-back homers against the starter, Savali, after getting a single on him. And then, you know, gets the single, home run, another home run, doesn't stop, two more at-bats, two more hits. Uh, Mullins, in his last 14 games, started as a 4-11 batting average, 4.76 on base. Um, he's got a 12-day hitting streak. Not game, because there was a doubleheader in one of the doubleheader games. He didn't get a hit, but I'm saying day. 14 days in which he's played a game, he has a hit in a row. So, Cedric Mullins. Cedric the Entertainer, man. He looks styled. Any Baltimore fans in the chat, has he made a mechanical adjustment? Because he's never really hit like this at any level. It could be that he's 26, turning 27. He's now seen some big league pitching. And man, like you know, if you're a good baseball player, you give give yourself a few years at any level to figure shit out. Like you're gonna do it. You know, guys need those plate appearances to to get it going. So is it just that, or has he made a mechanical adjustment? Either way, he's been a story all year long. This isn't like a little flash in the pan thing. He's been doing it all freaking year. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, he was young. Trev, I think young and regular playing time. Uh, oh, here we go. Here, see, this is I had no idea. They say he stopped switch hitting. Oh, really? So there. Fucking A. That's a pretty big. You know your team that's, better. That's than, you know your team one. better than we do. Thank you, Orioles fans in the chat or whoever uh, Love threw that guys. our way. That was uh, Daniel Ramos said that, and then Cam said that. I'm going to start and, uh, switching. Adam. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, or... Okay, so let's look, let's look into this a little bit. So he only swings lefty now. Yeah, he's just an atrocious right-handed hitter. As a righty in as he's also as righty in twenty eighteen, four fifty two OPS. As a righty, oh man, as a, oh man, in a only eighteen plate appearances in twenty nineteen as a righty, but they're like awful, awful one hit in eighteen plate appearances. And then as a righty. In 2020, you have 502 OPS. So that's pretty cool. Scrap that's it. A, that's a, that's fucking We say, like, awesome. did he make an adjustment, Trev? There's, like, one of the bigger <laughs> yes. ones you can make. That's that's our bad. I mean, obviously, you probably should have known that. Don't watch a ton of Orioles baseball. but That's why we have yeah, the live man. chat, I lo- man. See, I love that. I love that. That's why that. we have the live chat. Yes, thank you, chat. Good job by Cedric Bullens. BBD, slump watch, I'm out again. Get the picture ready. Wow. It's out. Defensive Trev. Proactive. I mean, even even like as a lefty versus a lefty, job, his man. numbers are good. good so job, it's not man. even like he's hurting. That's so funny. All right. <laughs> Slump watch. Wah, wah. Do I have the sound effects? Trump watch. All right. I didn't I wasn't here Friday. Kelsey subbed mm-hmm. in for me, so I'm not familiar with this. Uh who we have, who stayed, but BBD, can you give us who are possible ads? 
Potential ads. Kyle Schwarber, biggest offer of the weekend that I could find. Over 12, a walk, 4Ks. Having a better year than I thought because I thought I was going to open up his page and be like, oh, well, he's just not having a good year. No, he's kind of doing okay, all things considered. David Peralta, big trade deadline, uh, rumor mill guy. Goes one for 10 on the weekend with a walk. Anthony Rizzo, one for 17. Corey Dickerson, another deadline rumor guy. One for 14, five Ks. The one was a double. Trey Mancini, two for 15 on the weekend, five Ks. A lot of guys here saying, hey, my family really likes this area. Don't trade me. Yeah. I'll just go on a quick slump. A little slumperoo crew. Trev, that robot picture of you. Electric, I don't know man. if we, we should shout out whoever drew it. I know we had a couple come in, but that I almost I, I had to stop. I had to look away from the screen because it was making me laugh. I mean, that is. <laughs> this so, one is from Nina. Nina? Yes. I mean, that looks like. Thank you, Nina. Yeah, it's Trevor as a robot. It's <laughs> spooky. It's really, really good. Oh, man. You know what? I'm glad oh, to laugh what? about it. It makes me so upset <laughs> that all you can do is laugh about it. I think we're gonna. I think we figured it out. Well, I don't know. Everyone always says it's at the hour and twenty minute mark when it starts happening. We're five minutes away, so fingers crossed. Knock on some wood. All right, let's see who we got to add. You got uh, your mean Mercedes. Mm. He was on slump watch, and he goes one for eleven with two walks, so he stays slumping. Uh, we'll keep him around for now. Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez. He goes hey. four for ten with two walks. It's five hundred OBP. Teoscar, you are off. Good job. Ooh, Zanino. He yeah. went zero for four two Ks. So what? He only played two games. Catcher, I guess. So he's zero um, for his last fourteen. Game back to the last. Ooh, so he's got to stay. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. He typically uh, beats up the Yankees in the last series. Was the Yankees. Yeah. Miguel Sano, uh, he went three for 15 with, with two homers and six RBIs and a walk. The, the slash line isn't great. The OPS is 902 in this last series, but dude, two home runs, two walks. That's kind that, of what you asked yeah, that's, from if, I think if you're a Twins fan and you're watching this, you're like, well, we got something out of Sano. Unless it was all slop time and they weren't watching, I don't know about that, but. I'm going to take him off. Yeah, no claps, but, like, whatever. Uh, Bregman goes two for nine. Um, he only played two games with uh, two walks. So, he had two walks, two hits, and two games? Um, Is it three again? games? Was it three games, BBD? I think he only played in two. If he only played, he, in, he only played in two this weekend. So he had two. Oh no, walks. Two no doubles. walks this weekend. Two doubles. Two, both hits were doubles. Uh let's yeah. let's see. Let's keep him. For I'm now. interested for now. in watching. Uh, Rizzo, and because his LSU beat our CCSU, jerk. Really? Yeah. Hey, a lot Extra of innings. a lot of the kids that I coached in little in little league that played with my brother Luke. Yeah. Are pitching and or playing in the World Series right now. It's cool. Uh, kid that was a pitcher for uh, Luke's team. Uh, was pitching in the World Series and, like, fucking doing really well. He was a crafty lefty at age 10. Yeah, they like, always are. That's why they're lefties. It's so funny. Like, he didn't yeah. have a good fastball, uh, like, at age 10. But he had a crazy pickoff move. He, the first base runner got picked off every single game when we were, like, in the Cowarpkin World Series and stuff, so... Shout, Shout out. out to guys who are playing Hunter Pasqualini, a big fan of our show from CCSU. He reached out. And Robert Alstrom, who picked for the Ducks, Oregon Sco Ducks, he reached out. He's a big fan as well. So 
We're big with the college boys, Trev. You clean up down there. What? Sorry. <laughs> we were we were talking about your Stanford days. Yes. I turned down Stanford. You you know what I'm saying? I turned it I did down. too. Yep. I didn't even apply. Well, my mom was like, Do you want to apply for Stanford? I said no. So no. that's I turned you it down. You think I want to go there? She said I was joking, Jim. I said, I don't care. No. Everyone All right. I really did do Stanford. that. Rizzo's Rizzo's on. <laughs> you really did do that. Yeah, you really did do that. Yeah, I, people don't talk. We about were that. joking. You weren't. Uh, Rizzo's on one for seventeen. Yeah, and he's a big name, and I want to watch him. Yeah. Now you said Schwarby's stats are actually better. Just his overall numbers on the year are like better than I thought they were. I'll, we'll go to his baseball. Boom, boom, boom. I like Schwarber. that. We'll trade. I think OPS plus yeah, OPS plus one hundred four on the season. Mm, nine home runs, eight doubles. But the slash lines are like just barely. So we got what? We got uh, just overall better than I th- than I yeah, would have thought. Yeah, yeah. We got brain. two slots, and Rizzo's taking one. Yep, I put Rizzo there, and then you have one more slot. Um, unless we want to bump Bregman, are we interested in Dickerson and Peralta because they're trade targets? Because I kind of am interested in them just because they're kind of somewhat in trade. So targets. Peralta's slump goes beyond the that series. He's won for his last eighteen. If you go a little bit more, Schwarber's in trade talks too. I guess. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. One year deal. Nat's got to believe that they're still in it. They no. heard I'm out, and they're out. Let's take Bregman out. Okay, and we'll do all the trade guys. Yeah, and then it'll just be one. So Mancini's not going. We like you, Trey. You'll be fine. Good. Good job, everyone. So we have Yermin, Zanin, Rizzo, Schwarbo, Peralta, Corey Dickerson. Mm. One extra today. Okay. Eventually, we're just going to have to do like a on-the-block watch. On-the-block. Yeah. Yeah, I guess trade deadline is July 31st usually. So like... I guess in July we got a full On July do we'll do on the block watch. On the block. Next up is searching for the sound bite, so making noise. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. On Fuego. Cedric Mullins already told you about him. Justin Upton had himself a hell of a series. Three home runs, six for 14 with three doubles and three homers. Holy smokes. Uh, Talking baseball, April plus May. What were we going to call him? Not all all baseball. All baseball. Outfielder Jesse Winker. He goes eight for 18 with four homers. He's crazy. J.P. Crawford, he also had a good series. Seven for 13. Uh, no homers, though. Five five doubles instead. Jonathan India, 7 for 13 with two homers. Madrigal. Uh-oh. Hey, 6 for 11 with a homer and a double. That's awesome. That's like what I wanted to start seeing. Like, you need some pop. Leading the league in triples, my short king. Get on the bus, boys. We're leaving the station. I wonder, like, what changed. Maybe power just comes a little later. But, yeah, that's... uh. Since he hit his first home run, Madrigal has, like, shown some more pop. Since then, since he hit his first home run, uh, he's got eight extra base hits. Just the start, baby. Yeah. I like that. Uh, who else is hot? Yuli Gurriel, 6 for 10. Eric Haas. Is that how you say that? Haas. Haas. 
Five for 12, Cattell Marte, eight for 14 with two doubles, and Ozzie Albies, four for 12 with three doubles. Doesn't seem incredibly hot, but yeah. good for Ozzie that he made it on the list. Yeah. Oh, for him, it went a little beyond that. He's on a six-game doubles streak. Ah. Doubled in six straight games, 16 huh. hitting streak, four multi-hit games in that period. Badass. How about it? Six games. So I took some creative streak. liberties on that one. Yeah, in this like first it. 34 games, Madrigal had seven extra base hits with no homers, uh, and that was 40-something games. And then since that first homer, and we had the full conversation about him, he's hitting. You got to believe. Love that. Love that. Yeah. 3,000 hits coming your way. In the next 18 games, he's doubled his extra base hits, basically. 3,000. He's up. All right, so there's your standouts. Let's move it on to awards. Trev, you get to go first. James, I will mm-hmm. be keeping with the Tolkien baseball strategy for my award. And this one today is called the You Can't Swim Award. Now, we all know the fellowship of the ring. Boromir, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, Samwise... Frodo, Marion, Pippin, they all, is Gandalf part of Fellowship? I think he might be. I don't know. They all go off on their quest to Mordor. Um, During that quest, Frodo realizes, or he thinks, I need to go alone. Um, Boromir kind of scares him a little bit, causes him to put the ring on, which is he disappears. Um, He heads down to the river and is going to get in the boat. And he's going to take you the ring all by himself. But Samwise Ganji is not going to let that happen. He made a promise to protect Frodo. So he runs down just as Frodo enters the river. And he was like, I'm coming with you. What are you doing? You can't go alone. Starts to go out to the boat. Turns out Samwise can't swim. So Frodo looks back and says, Sam, you can't swim. Cuts to Sam sinking down. He's going to drown. This is bad. One of our heroes is going to fall. But then, boom, Frodo reaches down the hand and pulls Samwise out of the water, and the two begin their quest to Mordor together. Now, in this scenario, Frodo would be the Olympics, and Samwise would be Team USA. The Olympics were about to go off on their own without Team USA playing baseball in them. But over the weekend, Team USA reached out and got drawn out of the water with a win over Venezuela. They have now qualified and will be going to the Olympics. So I thought we had to shout the boys out. There's some really fun names on that roster. John Jay, Edwin Jackson, um, Homer Bailey's on the team. Your guy, Dave Robertson. Is on the team. Todd Frazier, right? Like I said, Todd Frazier hit a big home run and insurance run in that game against Venezuela. Uh, They're also being managed by Mike Sosha. So it's a cool thing. Uh, They're headed to the Olympics where they should be. And even, this is another cool tidbit on this team, Adam Jones, who's currently playing in Japan, is trying to get an exemption to play with the boys. Put that USA on his chest Mm -hmm. again. If you guys remember in the WBC, he had that big catch. And playing for Team USA is just different. And baseball, back in the Olympics for the first time since 2008, I think, 
It's been a while since they've had baseball in the Olympics, and it would be really dumb if the U.S. wasn't participating. So shout out to the boys for going and getting that at-large berth. They'll be there, and that's my Toking Baseball Award. Great stuff, Trev. Phenomenal. Jake? I miss Robot Trev, I'll be honest. Wow. I told you it's working. It's working, baby. <laughs> yeah. Trev's yeah. theory is working. Solved it. I'm giving out a tough act to follow, yes. so I'll just be quick with it. I'm giving out the smartest team in baseball award. Nice. Smartest team in baseball award. Uh, it goes to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Jake Snakes. Um. Jim, you know, something we're good at. You know, when we take a step back and, you know, this this company's doing good things and we're like, are we smart? Not particularly. Um, we got good logic on a lot of things. You know, we like to work hard. The D-backs read the room. They looked around and they said, oh, crap, the Giants are good now? Like, we knew the Dodgers... And the Padres were going to be good for the next couple of years. The Giants are good too. So we've thrown it in tank mode. Uh, the Dimebacks have now uh, the worst record in baseball. We are going for the number one pick. Uh, and we're just going to try to build something. We're out here. We want rings. We play for rings in the desert. That's the shirt I wear. We play for rings in the desert. It's a picture of a guy with a metal detector. Yeah. Just wandering aimlessly in the desert. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, we read the room. We recognize it's not our time. Uh, we've got some big trades lining up. I've been talking uh, to the front office, social media team. Um, and, yeah, no, I we read the room. We're going to get the one pick, I think, and uh, watch out for Jake Snakes. So let's go deep. Watch out when? Yeah. Yes. Okay, no timetable? Why would you put yourself in a box like that? Okay. <laughs> um, I will not applaud. This is We cannot give awards to teams for being incompetent. Okay, Trev, that's the opposite of what just happened. You don't see me shit yeah. on your Luke Skywalker award you just gave out. Oh, because the Team USA oh, well, actually won. Che actually, Chewbacca and C-3PO hooked up in the earlier books, and they had a baby <laughs> a baby lion robot. <laughs> Everything you're saying could be true. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Go Tori Lovello and uh, Eddie Escobar. Yell at him, Tori. Yelling at him. I like it. He yelled at him, and then they lost all the games. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm giving out the Lower the Globe Award. Ooh. Always a fan favorite. Lower the Globe. Lower the Globe! <laughs> oh! Oh! Shiza. Well, congratulations, Namnuts. You've succeeded in turning me into a freaking jack in the box. Get it off. Get it off. It's dark. It's dark. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes from Austin Powers. Good scene. Uh, it goes to the just the entire Nats-Phillies game. It was The Nats-Phillies game was very similar to that scene in Austin Powers. Mm. First, Voth comes out 
because he took a, what, he took a bunt attempt to the face? Was that what happened? The umpire had to come out because he took a foul ball to the face. And then the net falls. So both starts in place of Strasburg and and uh, was injured in the third when he was hit by a pitch trying to square a bunt. So he's out of the game. Mm. Umpire, he takes a foul ball to the face. He's out of the game. People are like, man, this game's crazy. And then the netting falls down, which you just never seen before. So there's a mess. And everyone's okay. Well, I don't know if those two guys are okay. The netting didn't hurt anyone. And then shout out to the ground screw for fixing it so fast. Because I would bet you they're not prepared for that. Mm -mm. I don't know Mm -mm. if there's, hey, if the netting falls, this is what we do, you know, fire trail. But they got it fixed after however long it took them. But yeah, I was I just I was on the plane. I just got tons of tweets like break this down, break this down. I was like, what's happening in this game? They they got eventually got the tractor out there, the John Deere pulling the Mm. the net. Yeah, they they like made it like little like pulley system. Yeah, ingenuity at its finest. I I said this on Chris Rose uh, when we did the IG live this morning. Like they didn't install that net. Like that's some company. So like it's not like they know the ins and outs of it really. Yeah. Hey. No. Freaking ground screw coming through because that to me, if I just think that happens, I'm like, game's canceled. We'll fucking pick it up the next day because some a crew has to come here and fix that Someone for liability to, reasons, right? Someone's got to put that net back up yeah. and it ain't us. Yeah, yeah I mean, but we're, they did it. We're we kind gotta, of a tarp crew. We got to give some love. Yeah. You're if you work on the ground screw, you know, you're a problem solver. You know what you, I think? You that, see a yeah. fence down and you think, how do I put that fence up? And that's what they did. Um, I love it. D-backs just joined in the chat. Love you guys. <laughs> right after Jake oh, just gave you an award. You're yeah. a little late. Um, oh my god! What would have been kind of cool if they said, "Hey, we can't get the net back up, but we're gonna play through everyone that's in the netted area. We're, we're gonna move you to Ooh. upper deck or outfield. You'll get comped tickets in the nice seats that's again." Thinking. And then they played the remainder of the game, no netting, and we just saw how many like foul balls just go like, "Bam!" You're like, "Imagine if a guy was there." That or a guy would have been like, "No, I'm staying. I'm staying." <laughs> yeah, it's my right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there were like because this is what we're talking about is a liability issue, and the ground crew fixes this thing, like is the insurance still good? If something something happened with that net, mm. yeah, there's some fun phone calls about you know bad times for someone. I I, I read a rumor that they had a um, a task rabbit guy put up the net. And they're, yeah. they're now they're regretting that ad. Yeah. Came over 15 I don't know minutes. What that is. Trev, can you, you wouldn't know what that is, Trev, because you're a pool guy and Trev, you're a ground screw guy and you do it yourself. Trev, you don't can, hire task rabbits. Trev hires so yeah. many people to help out his house. Trev, can you <laughs> <laughs> can you shout out some groundskeepers and some ground screw and some some of the people back in like I remember Danny when, Cunningham. When we went down to spring training with you, you know, you were shaking hands all all of the the twin staff down there and man those people, like, Jimmy and I, he just mentioned Danny Cunningham. He's the Yankees' head's groundskeeper. And, man, like, the the work he does, like, those guys deserve love. They're part, they're a part of the team. Yeah, and they, you know, you want to go work early on the field? Like, they got to clean the field up again. So, like, 
you want to go out there and be able to do that, but you understand that's causing more work for these guys, but they don't care. Like that's what they're there for. The guy that I introduced you guys to, I believe his name is George. I hope I'm not messing that up. He's been the, he's the head ground screw guy down in Fort Myers during spring training. And we have, we had the best playing surface in any spring training field. He's very meticulous about it. There are times during the, the day where he'll just come out with no shirt on too. Just doing it. He's probably how old is the guy? He's he's seventy five, eighty, maybe maybe more. And so yeah, these guys they work their ass off. They really really do. They're there very late at night. And then you have to think about like dumb shit happening, like it's snowing or like during the season or like crazy rainstorms coming out of nowhere, trying to get the tarp on when it's heavy as hell. Like it's a tough job, man. So shout out to ground crew. Mm, my dog Maisel's digging up a lot of holes in my backyard, and we're moving. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, I got to fill in that damn hole. So, mm. shout out to me, I guess. Shout out. Considering filling in the holes in my backyard. And I should be awarded for that. Pretty big. Uh, best friend of the week? I'm giving it to Gibby. Mm. 5.1 yes, shot against the Rays, who... Well, the best best teams over the last month or so. You know what's gonna suck, dude? He's gonna go to the Blue Jays, and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck, man!" But I want you not to go to the Blue Jays. But they need the most <laughs> pitching. Are we getting a different kind of robot, Trev? <laughs> I hate. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro! That was... Everything's working against me. I got. I'm playing through, Coach. I'm playing through this. Oh, you can do. Good job. Good job by Gibby. Great job. All right, we have uh, elevator talk. Hey, who did you guys do elevator talk about last time? Didn't have time. Oh, you didn't do it. Red Sox, I think. No. With Kelsey, the whole league. We just did a big segment on Ion Anderson. Ion Anderson. What was the What was the quote you said? We play for rings in the desert. We play for rings in the desert. Yeah. (laughs) Search. They're searching for him. Metal detector. I think you changed it to search. Yeah, yeah, because you're because you have a guy with a metal detector searching you, for rings. I have you no. wandering the desert, yeah. lost and alone, scared with a metal detector so searching for rings. We play for rings in the desert. Mm. Phoenix Suns. You're shirtless. D-backs. You're defeated. You're sad. You have a metal detector. Hot. Okay. And that you're was the first searching thing, first for rings. First thing that changed in the desert. In the desert. Yes. Are Who's we doing team? this team? It's up. Yeah, the Texas Rangers is a team that we got. Two minutes yes. on the clock. Gibby. Gibby. Trade Gibby. Ba-da. Connor Falefa, one of the more underrated players in the league. Guy is a stud. Doesn't matter what position you put him at. Chris that? Davis coming back from the IL soon. Hey, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Remember that trade? Yeah. What's that about? Andrew's Gallo picking doing? it. Let's see. Joey Gallo. A 207 batting average, 365 on base, a 754 OPS, 113 OPS. Right in line with career stats, 113 OPS plus, career 112. Know who deserves love? Kiner Falefa. He's got one of the biggest, the highest wars in baseball, Trev. Didn't I just say that? Yeah. Yeah. I just said that, yeah. I heard it in a robot voice. Um,. He's searching for rings. Dude, catcher to third base to short. Makes you think, why was he at catcher? Yeah. He, I played with him Ask in AAA. The guy he in the got elevator called up that. when I should have got called up. Ask him, hey, Ooh. do you know he used to be a catcher? 
and then and then they'll answer and they'll be like, and they'll say obviously I know that or not. The Joey Gallo shift with two strikes on him is hilarious. BBD, I feel dainty, but I think I've just sunken. Like I think my posture is sunk. Like I think if I correct my posture, I'll be better. Yeah, I do that all show. We can just ask BBD. Oh, that's that huge. Um, Kyle Gibson is going to end up on a playoff traded. team. Yeah, Hearn, Hearn Hunge. We love Taylor Hearn. I want to get Hearn on uh, like JJR for a draft or something soon. Let's do it. They have the Dodgers coming up. Oh, they're playing a little California team. Dodgers and then Houston coming up. So a little uh, West Coast trip for them. Ian Kennedy Gibby closing it out. ERA and ERA plus. Who's, who's that? Gibby. Gibby. Trade him. Just not to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays, Red Sox, Phillies. Phillies would be cool. All the pitchers that are good are going to go to Braves. AL East teams. Oh. 44 mil Gibby. Yankees. Gibby on the Giants. Woo. That'd be fun. Him and Gabe would have some interesting conversations. Cubs, Brewers, Brewers. Oh, 